the blast from our past network. Listen to this. This is the tape I found downstairs. It has been a number of years since I began excavating the ruins of Kandar with a group of my colleagues. Now my wife and I have retreated to a small cabin in the solitude of these mountains. Here I continued my research undisturbed by the myriad distractions of modern civilization and far from the groves of academe. I believe I have made a significant find in the Kandarian ruins, a volume of ancient Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Naturan de Manto, roughly translated Book of the Dead. The book is bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. It deals with demons, demon resurrection, and those forces which roam the forest and dark bowers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant, but are never truly dead. Talking Back Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host Tim, and this week, oh boy, are you going to get your money's worth because we are doing our third annual podcast at the lake, coming to you from the lake. Yeah, man. Dean, welcome. Hey, Tim. Thank you for joining me at the lake. You're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> love it at the lake. We love it here. It's, this is a great time. Uh, we're going to do the Evil Dead this week. Spooky, man. This is the best cabin movie for me. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely one of the scariest movies to watch in a cabin. So yes. it seems to be the one that we should do for the third annual cabin record. I wouldn't call it the best lake movie for me. I think that honor has to go to Friday the 13th, which we covered last year. But pure cabin movie, like yeah. Cabin in the Woods, yeah. this is the one. I love it. It's so much fun. This is probably in like, if I had to make a list, I don't have a list. I know you have a list, uh, a fluctuating list. But if I had to make a list, this would probably be in my top 20 movies of all time. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard you say that you just love this one so much before. Didn't you say it was your favorite horror movie of all time? I may or have said that. I said lots of things there. before. Yeah, <laughs> right. People say things. Uh, my list always fluctuates and changes because I get really into the movies I'm watching. So when I watch it, uh, sometimes it jumps up the list. This one, really great. Really great. High up on my horror list for sure. Yeah, best horror movie of all time. I don't know. Maybe it's tough. Yeah. There's there's a few at the top there. So Cabin one, though, that's a good claim. Cabin. I, don't, I can't really think of another cabin movie that is that is better than this one. Uh, I think so, too. Um I, uh, oh wait, wait, we should do some, uh, ho- just some general like uh, housekeeping before we get going. I was, I was just about to get right into it, but, right. um, let's talk about the lake a little bit. Okay. Perfect. How's your lake stay going? You, in case people don't know about you, you don't go in the water. No, I don't. Which is, which is, I find a little bit odd. Um, I go in the water. Yeah. Well, good for you. That was a huge brag you just had right there. <laughs> I've got my Jaws shirt on. <laughs> yeah. I go in the water looking for sharks at the lake. Right. Yeah. I, I just don't like, so there's a couple things I don't like. One is open water and two is fish. Right. And you find fish in open water. So I stay away from there. Yeah. It makes me wonder why you come to the lake. Uh, so my lake experiences are looking at nature. Okay. And walking through the woods Yes, fun. And watching a ton of movies and reading a ton of comics. That is a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, we've done some fun stuff so far. Uh, we went on a, a nature walk today. A, we did. A, a marsh walk. We saw all sorts of creepy, crawly bugs. We saw a snake. We saw a snake in the water. Yeah, snake in the water. That terrified me. You were It afraid. was right beside me. Yeah. I just looked down and I was like, oh, that's a snake. And I got scared. It swam off. Um, also, earlier today, I saw a bear. Right. That did not scare me like the snake did. Right, you I ran actually, towards the I went bear. after the bear. <laughs> yeah. I went trying to get a picture. So I was like stalking the bear. Uh, but the snake terrified me. That's not very uh, good survival skills, Tim. No, but the bear was scared. They were both scared of us. <laughs> right, the, the, yeah. bear, the bear turned and ran away. I was on a, a mountain bike. Uh, oh, yeah. Mountain bike trek in the woods and saw the bear. Bears don't like people, though. No, especially approaching so quickly. 
on, yeah. your, on your bike. Yeah. So there's that. I've been, um, yeah, I've been getting in the water a lot. Excellent. I've been doing lots of lake things. Yeah. I've been enjoying ice cream cones from the ice cream store on the boardwalk. Yes. Great. Uh, I've been getting some sun. Me too. My nose is a bit red. I mean, it's been a bit rainy here though. It was. It's been yeah. getting nice the last few days. I've been drinking lots of alcohol. I drank a lot of alcohol this cabin, this cabin trip, which is what I usually do. We did it together a couple nights ago. Oh, we got trashed. We got trashed. <laughs> we got <laughs> it was trashed. kind of really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, what else is going on? I bought a giant cup to, to put my beer in. It's so big. It's so huge. It's and it's a red cup. It's a it's a beer cup. It's, it's a red a solo cup. cup, but it's three but it's times like the, the size of, of any cup should be. Yeah, three or four or five. Yeah. small red beer cups. Uh, what oh, I've been watching movies. You you said you you exclusively almost like to watch movies out here. Yeah. Um, I've watched Jaws three, Jaws three D. Yes. I watched Jaws two twice. Excellent. I realized I forgot to bring the original, so I couldn't watch it. So you just watched two again. I watched two again. Uh, I watched The Great Outdoors. Fantastic Excellent. cabin movie. And then I, for some reason, uh, was in a hurry to leave the city. And like the last thing I did was grab movies for the lake. Yeah. And for some reason, I really needed to watch The Hateful Eight, which is like the opposite oh, of a cabin movie. Yeah. But it went over really well. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, good. I saw... Um there was a preview for that movie on one that I was watching. Um, maybe Sicario. Maybe they came out around the same time. I watched Sicario while I was here. Nice. Good one. Um, so when I saw The Hateful Eight, I was thinking, oh, that would have been a pretty good one to watch out here. I think it's a, I think it would be a good one for The Cabin. It's fun. It's like the opposite of summertime because it's yeah, all in the winter and everyone's cold. Everyone's very I'm cold. Not. Yeah. I'm in my bathing suit watching it. Right. <laughs> sweating. Uh, sweating yeah. with, with a cold one. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay. Yeah. We're having a lot of fun out here. So... Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to do an episode. You, we have you, to. Yeah, you like the lake better, and I like the cabin better, which I think is why you go with podcasting at the lake, and I go with cabin record. Right, that's not a thing. I, so. I, I think it is. I think no. the people voted. No, 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 no. I think uh, they voted matter. cabin it record. It doesn't matter what the people think. I'm in charge of this, and it's called Podcast at the Lake. Now, <laughs> Evil Dead. I saw this franchise in reverse, Oh, cool. I saw three, two, then one. And I don't think I saw this one until I was about 18 years old. Okay. So it didn't catch me when I was young. That's good. Uh, This was one of those iconic VHS covers that I remember seeing in the rental store. Yes. And just thinking, there is no way in hell I'm ever renting this movie. It looks too terrifying. Uh, But since that time, yeah, it's become one of my favorites. So This cover this maybe dvd cover what did you have was it vhs or dvd well i mean i remember seeing it on vhs in the rental store okay but what did you own what did i own well what i owned you're talking about i got one of the like updated special edition dvd re-releases where um the actual set was like the necronomicon yes they released evil dead and evil dead 2 and they were both like the books of the dead. Yes. And you were supposed to, it was like squishy. It looked really cool. Amazing pictures inside, amazing set. And you're supposed to put it in your freezer. And oh. then if you pull it out, the case is meant to feel like human flesh. Gross. Really cool. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's, I mean, that's the set I bought. That's okay. not the cover I'm talking about. The yeah. cover I'm okay. talking about is like this lady um, kind of crawling out of the ground, almost like reaching oh, for, yeah. for a savior or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's some evil in the ground. It just, it was just, it's iconic. It's terrifying. I bought, uh, I bought this movie on iTunes and that's, uh, the cover for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that other cover, the one that you bought the special edition scared me when I was a kid, I saw that cover in your room and it gave me nightmares. Just the cover. It's scary. Yeah. There's an ear on the back of it. Yeah. A real ear. I think it makes noises too. I think if you press the eyeball or something. It makes noise. Okay, okay, yeah. It does something, I think. Yeah, I you may remember. have added that ear to it. I don't know if it <laughs> no. came with that ear, Tim. No, that guy from Darkman. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. He did that. Now, released in 1981 with, I think, the smallest budget we've actually come across on this podcast. That makes sense, yeah. At $350,000. Okay. This film grosses $2.7 million. So I think that's more than fine. That's just great. It's great, and 
not just the movie, not just thinking about the movie, but like it launches other movies. It launches this guy's career. Like it is a great return on just that movie, but also if you look at the future. Yeah. Now you can also take into consideration the VHS and DVD sales. Uh, I own multiple versions of this movie. And then there's also rumors that the movie may have made 10 times that amount, that oh, okay. actual amount overseas. But ah. I couldn't, I actually couldn't find any information to confirm that. So there's, you know, some rumors that overseas right. it made a huge amount of money. Okay. But, and they didn't have the numbers back then for. Yeah, those probably, types of probably things, not. Yeah. So that's okay. 2.7 still from 350,000. I think they were pretty happy with that. Pretty great. Written and directed by Sam Raimi, who's known for this franchise and for Darkman and the original Spider-Man trilogy. He's known for Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the upcoming Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Come which is going to be a ton of fun. Come on. Come That's on now. Rule. Settle down, Sam Raimi. Settle down. Just making great movies. Yeah. Music by Joseph Loduca, who after this series goes on to do music for Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, and Xena, Warrior Princess. Okay, cool. That's just, anytime I hear that, anytime I hear Xena Warrior Princess, that is just one of the best yep. names for a show ever. Yeah. Did you watch that show? I mean, I watched a little bit, but oh. not really, but. I watched it a lot. I was really yeah. into Hercules and Xena. That was like my Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Loved those shows. And Sinbad also was like triple header on Saturday afternoon. Loved them. Xena was nice. my favorite though. Yeah. Cool. Now, I was very surprised to find out that Tim Philo did cinematography on Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2, but that was it. He didn't do any other feature-length movies. He didn't do any TV. Wow. He did these movies, and I thought he killed it in this movie. Yeah. I mean, come on. The atmosphere that this guy's building is really impressive. Yeah. And really fun camera angles and just weird things that other people were not doing at this time. So I don't know why this guy didn't go on to do more. He was probably like, you know what? I crushed it with these two movies. Yeah. I'm not going to get any better than this. I quit. Mike I retire. Yeah. There's, this is my legacy. Yeah. This is I a, am hey, Evil Dead. That's a great that's a great legacy. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's some amazing shots that people I don't know, I, I don't think uh there was much of uh, during this time, but a lot of people picked up on and used then later on in horror movies. There's just there's there's a lot of cool horror shots in this movie and ones that don't distract but that add. Definitely. Yeah, now Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, they grew up together. Uh, They were friends from a young age. They made several low-budget Super 8 films together. And they had mostly filmed comedies. But in a suspense scene in one of those comedies, they were inspired to get into the horror genre. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. In 1978, uh, Sam Raimi produced, wrote, and directed a short film titled Within the Woods with a budget of $1,600. And Raimi created that film as a proof-of-concept horror film. And that had some minor success. And because of that, he was able to secure a $90,000 investment and started work on The Evil Dead. And Raimi was basically at the point where he was asking everybody he knew and begging most people to donate to the film. And at... 20 years of age, he began shooting The Evil Dead. Wow. Which is mind-blowing. What were you doing when you were 20? Oh, I was not shooting The Evil Dead. Me neither. No. I was was watching it. I I, I wasn't even watching it. I was probably still afraid to watch it. Yeah. I had had a problem with horror movies early on, but uh, now I love them. Oh, I think that's the way it goes for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think it took me a while. It took me a while to love horror movies. The first time I watched this movie, which was only three or four years ago, I still didn't like horror movies yet. I think it was this one may have been the one that kicked it off for me. It may have been the one where I then got into horror movies and now I just watch them all the time. It's no problem. Yeah, we chatted about this before on a previous episode that these horror movies are like that safe space for you yeah. to um, dig, into, dig into some of these ideas that you shouldn't really be having otherwise. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I think everybody, you know, has a, has a bit of a soft spot for some horror horror genre now this movie obviously landed the dreaded x rating 
Oh, which wow. is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that, that's expected. But here's the thing that is not all right. It's still banned in some countries to this day. I get it, Tim. I get it. No, come on. Lighten up. Lighten up countries who have this movie banned. Get over yourself. But It's a movie. Get over yourself, but also, I get it. It's a movie. Yes. It's not real. It's disturbing. This is not a documentary. It's It's a movie. This thing lives rent-free in my mind. This thing is in my mind always. It is so disturbing. But yes, I get it. I want this to live in my brain. You need this in your brain. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this. There's being nothing in your brain. wrong with it. No, no. Might be one of the least scary things in our brains. Yeah, I would. I would wait till I was an adult though to watch this movie. Yeah, this, I wouldn't this, show this to kids. This would hurt a kid's brain. I think definitely. It mess it up. Well, I mean, we start the movie off and it's like smoky, and we're in a forest in a swamp, and it's eerie and scary. And if I had rented this as a kid, I honestly would have shut it off after the first 10 seconds. It was too scary. Yeah. Nothing's happening. It's just the camera moving through a swamp, but it was done in such a scary fashion. I would have just turned it off. Yeah. I was thinking during that time, is someone have to walk through this swamp with the camera right now? Or did they just have it like floating? Were they floating in a boat or something and they just held it close to the water? That's what I was thinking about because this camera was just right above the waterline. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they used a boat. They didn't have too many options. Yeah. I know they did a lot of like running through the forest, holding the camera. I know they did a lot of like tying the camera to like trees and stuff like that. And right. like, yeah. you know, using a tr- like a tree branch to hold it while two guys ran through the forest right. to make the, you know, the evil look real. So. My guess is they use some sort of contraption to hang it out over the water and yeah. just kind of like move it across the water. P- possibly boat. That would make sense yeah. too. Uh, we see a car with five people. You've got Ash, uh, who basically in this movie is called Ashley for the most part, which I really like. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like he has a transition from Ashley into Ash. Okay. Where, yeah. where after this movie, he is only exclusively known as Ash. Right. Okay. Right. I feel like Ashley's a bit of a softer name for him. And after all the shit he goes through in this movie, he becomes Ash. Yeah. He earns that name. Yeah. I like that. Um, I haven't seen the other movies, so I don't really know what, Dean, ha- what happens. Come on. Yeah. What do I you don't... mean you haven't seen them? I haven't seen any of them. It's the only one I've seen. I'm surprised and not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I as usual. The first time I watched this was a couple of years ago, like three yeah. or four years ago. So I just never got around to the others. Uh, well, we um, will for surely be getting around to all those other ones. They're so great. Yeah. So I, I'm a little just even, we'll get to it in this movie, but I'm even shocked to know, you know, what sort of happens next. Okay. Cool. Well, also in the car is Cheryl and Scott and Linda and Shelly, and they're following a map. They just crossed the Tennessee border. I love that. It's a great song by Hank Williams, The Tennessee Border. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a good one. It's a good good jam. Ooh, it's a good jam. Um, The camera work that's happening through the forest right now makes it look like something's coming after them. Mm -hmm. Can't really tell. It's kind of weird. And then it seems to almost cause them to get in an accident. And Scott was driving and he said that the steering wheel felt like it jumped right out of his hands. Yeah. So early on, there's some weird stuff going on. Pretty creepy. Yeah, and great use of the camera because right away you feel like the camera, whatever the camera is, whatever that view is, is something. But then it goes sort of through the car and onto the steering wheel. Like that's where the camera continues on and stops. And then the steering wheel sort of gets turned the one way and he can't turn it back. Scott can't turn it back. So that's where I start feeling like something did that. And all it was was just the setup of the camera work that made me think something did that. I mean, Scott did say that something happened, but... um, I definitely think there's something made them swerve into oncoming traffic. Right. And typically that like first person perspective camera in a movie like this would be the killer kind of outdoing something. Yeah. So it it does make you feel that that it is the killer until it goes down into that car. And then you realize, well, that's not like a, like a person or something Mm -hmm. like that. You know, turns out that it is still the killer. Uh, they've they've just done it a little bit different in this movie. So it is the killer and it is not a person. You're right in both cases. Yes. So this group has rented a cabin in the woods for the weekend. They take a turn off the main road over a very rickety bridge that almost collapses on them. Then 
Dean, this next shot of this like old yellow car they're in driving through the beautiful forest yeah, with the camera following behind at high level as they approach the cabin with like no music or anything is definitely my favorite shot in the movie. Yeah. And one of my favorite shots in film. Yeah. I, I just love, 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 love and adore this shot. Yeah. It's so creepy. Nothing is really happening, but it feels so creepy. Yeah, they're not even really on a road. That's what also I think adds to sort of the creepiness because it looks like they're completely driving in the forest. And well, there's, just, there's a path there's for the car, path. but they're yeah. in the bush. Yeah. yeah, they're in the bush. They're fully in the bush. There's a path for the car. So it just makes me think like, did, how did they find this? Do they even know they're going the right way? Are they just driving through the woods? And then all of a sudden, it just sort of happens that there's a cabin up in the clearing. Like it kind of comes out of nowhere. And I, I, that's, I think the camera angle really adds to that, adds to that reveal. Um, I'm with you. I really loved this right off the bat. Now they pull up to the cabin and all you hear is the wooden swing banging against the cabin in the wind. So good. That's it. Fuck, dude. That's it. That's the music. The mu- the, the swing Bang. is causing like the Bang. intense music to happen. It's, it's incredible. It's so scary. Yeah. Um, it's Yeah. Just what, what they're able to do with the camera builds tension just in its, in, in and of itself. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it feels at this point in the movie, I'm just feeling tense. Like I feel yeah. like when when the movie goes on, the feelings adjust a bit and different things happen. But right now, it is just tension, and I think they're building it really well with sort of the camera, like just the camera angles. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and at this point, it's not a problem. But Cheryl and Shelley are too close of names. Oh yeah, and that was that was tough for me. I didn't really know anybody's now anybody's name like obviously i got ashley yeah scott because he's the only other guy couldn't keep track of the girls yeah linda linda's easy but then you couldn't keep track tim because it was cheryl and shelly it's too close yeah well i don't know why they do that linda linda's his girlfriend right ash's girlfriend yeah exactly you got it yeah yeah i got it i guess it just doesn't matter It doesn't. who cares what their names are that's what that's what ramey's saying is like these two doesn't matter what their name is yeah I mean, it, it's, I guess it's true. It does, doesn't matter. They're the first to go. They're the first two to go, yeah. I think. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Not to go. Well, whatever. First to go there. <laughs> to the other side. Maybe, yeah. They might be the first two. I think Scott we'll have to get there, there with your walkthrough because I can't even career. remember. Well, here's the thing is I don't, I couldn't keep track of their names. So yeah. my walkthrough is not going to share that information with everybody. Shit, Tim. It's just going to be that this, this uh, girl got the evil. <laughs> Which got one? Got the evil inside. <laughs> I think Shelly's in the basement. We'll find out. Let's see. Oh, spoilers. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> spoilers. Shelly's Dean, in the basement. What ba- nobody knows about a basement ah, yet. Ah, shoot. Okay. Forget that you heard Dean say there's a basement uh, in this yeah. movie. Just pretend. Yeah, we'll rewind that one. They go inside the cabin, Dean, and it's Creepsville. It looks like a place a murderer would be living. Yes. Now, something bad happens here. Now, Tim, your cabin didn't look like this when you got to the lake? My cabin is, no, it's a little bit more modern than this one. I'll tell you what, though. That's good. Tell you what. If I could choose, I'd choose that cabin. That's the type of cabin I like to stay in. I'm not kidding, dude. I'm not kidding. I like to rough it with the cabins. You're a wild man. I love the feeling of that, like those old cabins that are creepy and then when the sun goes down, you're almost afraid to be there. Great. Sounds like, great, Tim. <laughs> I like, sounds really enjoyable. I like the feelings that like being scared give give me. Yeah, you like to feel like, like to feel your afraid. life is in danger. Um, no, I don't bit. like to feel like bit. my life is in danger. A little bit. I like to feel like I'm at a scary cabin. Okay. It's This all goes back, Dean. This all goes back to our cousins who lived on the farm. Right, And yeah. we'd run around after the sun went down. Yeah. Uh, in the woods in the forest and play like tag in the dark yeah and i just loved it i loved like being afraid because there's no one around and then you know the fun anticipation as a child like playing games like that with your cousins and yeah it was a lot of fun and i get those feelings from like cabins like this and being in the woods it kind of like recreates that for me so that's why I think I like it so much. That's great. Yeah. When you were out, out playing outside in the woods, I was inside watching America's Most Wanted, and they would <laughs> they would say things like, ah, that we've never found this person, and oh, they, no. they just killed a family on a farm, and then know. I'd be sitting there, and I'd be like, uh, I'm going to die. Yeah, 
Yeah, and don't, we had a 45-minute car ride home where I just thought we were going to get killed on the side of the road. Yeah, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, Unsolved Mysteries ruined, ruined me forever. The worst, like, yes. it's still, I still can't listen to that theme music without hiding under my bed. <laughs> so there is that. What I was going to say before you were dropping spoilers, Dean, is oh, yes. that something bad happens here. We're only a few minutes into the movie, and the sun's going down already. Yeah. And I'm not scared. You're scared, Dean. I was scared. I'm not feeling scared. You Tim, are. I was feeling scared. I will admit it. Yeah. Um, everyone's being pretty chill at this cabin so far, though. Yeah, they are. It's not really like a, a cabin party. It's more of like a, just a chill out. Relax. Yeah, it is. It's it's a chill out. It's um, two dudes are there with their gals, and then one of the other women there is alone. Um, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a double date with a fifth wheel. But yeah. they all seem to be just like pretty tight friends. It's just they're just chilling. They don't really. It seems like they don't have any plans. Yeah, they don't. They're, they're just, just relaxing. Hang. They're relaxing. Yeah. They're just hanging. I would I would like that. I would like this group. That's I think. fine. Yeah, it's a fine group. Yeah. One of the girls is sketching when she hears the wind say, "Join us." Yeah, I mean, sometimes I, that, the wind asks you to join in. I know, I hate when that happens. Yeah. That's when I go inside. Okay. That's when the night's over. That's when I just go out and have a conversation with the wind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like see what the, the see wind? what else the wind wants. Yeah. Well, um, she uh, started to uncontrollably scribble a weird picture on her paper. Then uh, a trap door in the floor starts fucking bouncing up and down. Yeah. The hell's going on here? Why not? Yeah, why not? Oh. <laughs> If the wind can talk, I guess the trap door can bounce. Yeah. Uh, they just all decide to have some supper, though. They're having a nice meal. Yeah. yeah. Then this fucking trap door flies all the way open, uh-huh. revealing the aforementioned staircase down into the basement. Uh-huh. Dean, are you going down there? Uh, are you going to no. go check it out? Um, no, I, I didn't think, think so. you would. I didn't I think, think you would. So. I'm yeah. totally going down there. I'm yeah, going I know to check you're, it out. So I would go down with you. I'm sort of, I will, I will follow. I will not lead. I will okay. not be the one volunteering to go down. But if you went down and you had a flashlight, yeah. I'd stick with you. I'd go down by yeah. myself. I'd feel more comfortable if you came with me, but I'd okay. be willing to go by myself. Okay. Scotty goes down. Yes. Yeah, he's the, he's the brave one. He's kind of a dick. Uh, uh yeah, a little he, bit. He's been a, he's like the one who likes to tease everybody so yeah. far. That's what I've picked up. He's okay. He's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He, he's gone for too long though. Yeah. Something must have happened to him. Yeah. So Ash has to go down after him. And I love the camera angles they're using here. Both looking down into the stairwell, into basically black. It's just black. And then looking up from inside and down in the stairwell at the girls, who are all three of them are just like standing over the trap door looking down. Really, really cool. And they go back and forth between the two a few times. I mean, come on. This guy knows where to put a camera and how to shoot a shot so that it builds intensity. It's yeah, like totally. it's this really short movie, but he takes his time with every yeah. single one of these like scary effects or yeah. every single one of these shots. Um, I'm really impressed with it. It's just obvious when you watch this movie that this guy went on to direct big movies. It's just so it's so clear because it's so good. Yeah, but like even Tim Philo, the cinematographer, like settle down, dude. Yeah. Stop being so good and then quitting after this all goes down. I guess, yeah. Give us more. I guess. He just... Maybe it was all Raimi. Maybe that was the thing. Maybe Raimi just yeah. like, controlled all of it and was like, you go here, do this, you go here, do that. Maybe. And then when yeah. it was all said and done, it was all Raimi. Maybe it's just like his buddy who just like held the camera yeah, maybe. for him. Who I knows? Wouldn't, yeah, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Ash finds Scotty in the basement. And Scotty's found a, a whole bunch of interesting things, including a shotgun, a weird-looking book with some absolutely wild drawings inside Mm -hmm. really good drawings like they're actually really they're really really good really good yeah those like same quality of drawings are in that dvd special Ah, edition i have like it is like they like took those drawings and put them into this dvd book it's it's fantastic i'll I'll try to remember to post some pictures of that yeah on social media which almost always means i'm for sure to forget oh for sure but like listeners oh hey listeners thanks for joining i apologize in advance if i forget to do that uh, if I do forget to do that, call me out and then I'll post them because that will remind me. Um, thanks for joining us at the lake this week. Yes, Dean? I cut uh, you off. Tim? It was for a good reason. Though. I wanted to reason. say hello to the listeners. I you forgot can, to say hello to them. You can always cut me off for the listeners. It's always fine and acceptable. I'm really glad you didn't bring that 
DVD case along. I wanted to. Because I think if it was on the table right now, I would be a little afraid. This movie did get me a little bit. I wanted to bring it. I forgot to bring it. As mentioned, I was on a rush out and only barely remembered to grab movies to watch. Yeah. And then that that one I just completely forgot about. So I let myself down. I let you down. I let everybody down. You let your whole team down. I let the whole team down. Flashbacks to when you were 10 and playing baseball. I didn't let the team down at baseball. Okay, good. I was just I was just checking. I was just no, checking. no, 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 no. No, I was a good player. I was relied upon. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a Scotty Smalls? No. No way. <laughs> no, we had good baseball teams. Now, Scotty has also found a ceremonial dagger and an old tape recorder. And they bring the tape recorder upstairs and listen to it. <laughs> now, Dean, Tam, what was that? I, I don't know. That for sure was not me. I don't know what that I didn't was. Do that. Tim, the tape recorder thing. Uh, great idea. This is something. If you went oh, down into that yeah. basement, Tim, because you're yeah. the one going down and you came yeah. up and you're like, there's a tape recorder here. I am 100% listening to that tape. I am yeah. really interested to hear whatever's on that tape. So I might have been a little bit afraid to go be the one going down in the basement, but you bring that thing up. I'm like, Scotty, I want to listen to this thing. Let's play this whole thing. Let's listen to it. Yeah, let's be honest, though. If I went down in that basement, yeah. what I'm coming up with is a jar of pickles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't. find like the, I find all the, the, the jarred uh, stuff down there, and I find the pickles, and I bring up some pickles. Yes. Yes, definitely. And then we got pickles with supper. Yes. Jar of pickles and some shotgun shells. Yeah. And I'd be like, what are these? I found pickles and whatever these are. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, they dude, they listen to it. Yeah, of course you would. I guess of course you would. Yeah. There's a man on it, and he's talking about his trip to the ruins of Kandar. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's the OG Cabin They podcast. found a podcast. That's that's the original Cabin Record. Exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, let's find that episode. We got to find that guy's tape yeah, and drop no, that as an no episode. No, we don't. No, we don't. He found some things in those ruins and came to this cabin to study what he found. And what he found was the Book of the Dead, bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. Now, the Book of the Dead talks of demons who roam the forest, who are never actually dead. And the more they listen to this recording, the worse the weather starts to get. And the man on the recording starts reading the passages in whatever language it was written in now, and one of the girls just freaks out. Yeah. Sarah or Shelly or Sally, one of them. Uh, There's no she's, Sarah. She's screaming. She's screaming for them to turn it off. And yeah. then a tree smashes through the window. Yeah. Um, I like that they didn't read from the book. I like that. It's all just the recording. The recording is the person who says the things out loud that are causing whatever the extra evil to happen. Yeah. Um, I really like that aspect of it because it's in a different language in that book. So. Why would they know it? They you wouldn't. <laughs> Why would they open it up and know it? They wouldn't. Now, Dean, one of the things I've always loved about the Evil Dead and the cabin in particular is how small it is on the outside, but then how big it is when they get inside. Yeah. Yeah. True. They did an incredible job of filming in one part of the cabin, then redesigning the room to look like a different room, making the cabin seem much larger than it actually is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it gave like this magical feeling to the space. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense that they can go into so many different rooms in this cabin. When you see it from the outside, it looks like it should be just four rooms. Yeah. But then there's all these different camera shots and there's all these different rooms and there's this cellar and yeah. um, they do a really, really good job with that in the next one as well. Okay. But that's, that is one of my, if not my most favorite thing about this movie is, is yeah. how they make that cabin look. And if you are kind of paying attention, you can tell like, oh, like the bathroom has, you know, it's got like yellow, like tarps on the wall or something like that. Yeah. You don't really notice it. It's like covered in paper. Yeah. Because you're yeah. terrified. Yeah. But if you're actually like actually looking at that stuff, they have just kind of like, you know, covered this room and stuff to make it look completely different. Oh, make it feel to sense. you like you haven't been in that room yet. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's just, it's the kitchen that you've already been right. in. But they've That's kind so of funny. completely remade it into something yeah. else. That's so funny because we, when we went in the bathroom, I was like, there's yellow paper on the wall. <laughs> Why is there yeah. yellow paper on the wall? I didn't really think that they were dressing up a different room. Yeah, I think they've got, you know, four or five rooms in that cabin, yeah. but then they shoot in maybe eight different rooms right. and it just yeah. makes it, gives it this scale. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Really neat effect. 
Now that's something they did out of necessity, but I just think yeah. it really, really adds a cool element. Um, so it seems like something is most definitely awake outside of this cabin and looking for a way to get in. Yeah, definitely. There, it's it's like doing the killer thing um, that I liked so much in I think it was Friday the Thirteenth, where there's shots from outside of the cabin and it's just going from like window to window to window, looking and watching people. Uh, really love that. I love getting like killer POV um, of spying on everyone and like they don't know they don't know that they're being watched. Yeah, yeah. Now whatever whatever it is is speaking in a weird, echoey, creepy language as well. Yeah, I don't like it. It's Yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like it. One of the girls goes out into the woods, and there's this beautiful full moon shot. It's really nice work because they made the moon way larger than it should be. Oh, yeah. It's like the f- size of her body. Like yeah. She, like, yeah, it's like as tall as she is, the whole moon is kind of like that tall, just like yeah. right, right in the frame. It definitely looks fake, but still looks really cool. And she's asking if anyone's out there. And if there was anybody, I'm sure they would not answer her. I don't think so. The wind was talking to her earlier, but uh, it decided to stop talking, I guess, now that she's talking back. Um, yeah. I, I don't really like her decision here of going out into the middle of the woods because she heard a sound. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, it, like, that's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. It's kind of dumb. Also, she's the one whose hand already got kind of controlled to draw this book. She's the one who's been scared of the tape. What the fuck is she doing? She's just going to walk outside into the woods, into the middle of it. Not cool. Not smart. It's true. She's very brave. Yeah, she's very brave. Here's where you get some of the tropes, some of the horror tropes where it's stupid teenagers just walking into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the evil starts coming for her. Yes. Uh, The tree roots come to life and grab her. And at this at this part, I was thinking like this must have been really tough to film. For Kinda sure, like the yeah. wrapping of branches around her. Yeah, it looked pretty tough. Like all the branches were acting independently, so you know you've got the guys and gals kind of beside just moving all those branches. Yeah. you know, trying to wrap them up and make it almost looks a little bit kind of stop motion ish with the filming. Like they a may have bit, cut yeah. the stop the camera a little bit and then picked it up again. But just really, really nice work to kind of capture that effect on this low budget. Yep. Uh, she's able to break free from the from the tree, though, and rushes back to the cabin. Okay. And again, really, really fucking cool night shot here in the forest, you know, after she's escaped. Um, they've got the mist going yeah. on in, in the forest. And there's only a couple of lights illuminating the shots. So yeah. You can kind of just see the trees in the on the left and the right in your foreground but everything else is dark yeah you can tell that they just put a couple spotlights up but that has a really like really interesting look to it yeah yeah it it, i really liked how it looked here and it made me think while she's running in she's run it's such a good look she's so panicked she's running in so panicked i'm thinking please tell your friends it's like, because she's the one who, I already said, she's the one who got possessed while she was drawing yeah. and didn't tell anybody. Right. So if she runs into this cabin and doesn't tell her friends, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Well, if, I mean, if you got possessed and started drawing something weird, I, I don't know. Would you just go and tell someone right away? Or I think like, after hmm. that tape, I think after that tape got played, I'd be like, <laughs> guys, this yeah. might be legit because I drew this book. I might wait I for- I drew this book. Yeah. I might wait for something else to happen. Yeah. For me, I may be <laughs> right. like, well- Let's just maybe write that first one off as like a, who knows, an accident or, you know, something that uh, just maybe happens once in a while. I think she was just embarrassed by the drawing. It was a really bad book. It was pretty terrible. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was a pretty terrible drawing. I think you're right. I think she was embarrassed. She was embarrassed. She didn't want to actually have to show anybody the drawing. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That drawing was cool, though. It was a drawing of the Book of the Dead. Yes. I liked it. Um, I, I also love like when the evil, when they show the evil coming after you. It's knocking down trees out of its way, which yeah. I think is a really nice touch because yeah. it it's a great way to show us that this evil is powerful. Yeah. Like if it was like zooming in and out of trees, avoiding them, you don't really you don't really understand like what power this might have. But if it's like just like bull charging through trees, True, yeah. you probably don't want to get caught by this thing. Yeah, because it's also something that we can't see like we haven't seen it. It seems to be just evil. Like they just hear it. And you just see it from hear its it. Point so knocking down trees is pretty intense it's like why why is it doing that it it probably doesn't have to do that so yeah it's a cool effect for sure 
Now, Ash opens the door just in time for the girl to get back inside. And she's terrified, obviously. And she's trying to tell, she's trying to tell them that the forest came alive and attacked her. And basically she's out here. She bails. She's like, nah, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm gone. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. Um, Nobody listens to her though, but Ash agrees to drive her to the nearest town. But guess what? The bridge is out. Of course the bridge is out. It's been destroyed, Dean. Yeah. How? How can a bridge be destroyed? The how? evil will not how? let them leave. Well, I know how? how that bridge was destroyed because it was almost destroyed with them just driving over it to get there. But the, it was like curled up yeah. by something. Something curled it up. Yeah. Uh, so back, did you just hear something? I heard some I evil. Did. I think the Tim, evil might be in here with us. I think our door just opened. <laughs> <laughs> the evil might have the, just come in. The trap door to the basement? I, oh, no. I thought I chained that <laughs> I up. thought you chained that up, too. Oh, no. Uh, so, okay. So, the um, they can't go past the bridge, so it's back to the cabin. And Ash decides... Now, this, this, this may have been a bad call. But Ash decides he needs to listen to more of the recordings... <laughs> And the guy on the recording is talking about only being able to kill the undead by complete dismemberment. Okay. Some good so advice. So he is, yeah, he is starting to get some good advice here. It's, this isn't kind of all the, this isn't all just Kandarian chants anymore. And all of a sudden, the girl attacked in the forest turns into a fucking demon. Yeah. First, Tim, she does a card trick. Yes, she did do a card trick, Dean. I she love did. that card trick. I love that card trick. It's a really tough one. It was really it's good. It's called, What Card Am I Holding? Do you think and you she, could do it? She was, well, I mean, give me the Book of the Dead and I could. Yeah. Um, but she is uh, very good at uh, what card is in my hand. Yeah. A little too good. It was very good. Yeah. And then she turned into a demon. And then she turned into a demon. Yeah. Even makes that trick even harder. Yeah. When you turn into <laughs> a demon so after. So much harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she decides that stabbing people is cool with pencils, pencils. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, likes to throw people into walls now too. Yeah. Very strong. I feel like if this movie was on TV and I had just tuned into it as a kid, it would be at this point. I just got fucked up. Like it just messed me up. Like up to this point, it's sort of been like stuff that's been really scary and like regular level scary. And at this point, it's just a lot at this point. It's. I'm done. Like, yeah. I just got messed up in a second. <laughs> like, it happened so quickly. Definitely. Yeah, this is this is the person you can't have at a cabin party anymore. No, this is the, no. This is the person definitely. that's ruining the cabin yeah. party. And they do what I would do, you know, to that rowdy cabin party person. You toss them in the basement and yeah. lock the trap door. Yeah, exactly. Hang out here for a little bit. A little too much to drink, Shelly. Or Sarah, whoever it was. It was, it was. it was Tim. There's no Sarah. Who? Shelly and Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah. I think it's Shelly. Shelly. Yeah, I think Cheryl's the girlfriend of Scott. Okay, I think you're right. Now, I'm really digging the use of this trap door in the basement. Yes. So far. Again, you know, lack of filming location, so they just utilize what they can. And it's working really great. Uh, They do some more great camera shots from this area um, as the camera is, like, looking out on the friends from this, like, demon's perspective. Um, it's like watching the people and feel, yeah. feeling the chains and like trying to oh, figure yeah. out if it can break through. It's really great. Yeah. Um, the demon looks like it's slowly mutating too. Like as time goes on, yeah. the makeup on it kind of gets more disturbing to look at. Yeah. It's like the flesh is dying. Um, slowly oh yeah. Or something like right. that, you know, that makes so that's sense. why it's like changing colors. So at first yeah. it's like still kind of the same color, but it's just like kind of getting wrinkly. Yeah. But then by the end it's getting very blue cause it's just like dead right. i think cool. yeah cool. and the I, eyes like they got some like killer contacts going oh, on here because man. the eyes on her are just like they're terrifying to look at i read some terrifying things about those contacts and how like difficult they were to put in oh no way they were not like contacts as you know them well because they're full they're fully on the eye that's what i was thinking too because they were, they're i wear contacts and they're they're not fully on your whole eyeball. They're just like at a small part in the middle so you can see. So I yeah. was wondering about that. They were thick pieces of plastic oh. that took a lot of time and effort to get into the people's eyes. Yeah. And then was not very comfortable. I bet. And I they bet. had to wear for like 10 or 20 minutes at a time so they could get these scenes. It sounded awful. It's it, You definitely wouldn't do that nowadays. You would not yeah. get away with it. But yeah. 
back uh, back in this time, back in the Wild West. Back in the Wild, Wild West, West when, you're filmmaking. Just, when you're just 20 years old, you're yeah. green, you're shooting your first big movie. Yeah. You put contacts put in people's eyes. Put this giant piece of plastic yeah. in your eyes. That's what you do. Yeah. Oh, yay. Uh, guess what? Shelly goes missing next. No, I think Shelly's in the basement. Might have been Cheryl. Okay, Cheryl's in the basement. Shelly. See, it's just, I thought I looked it over before we started, and I yeah. think I still have it wrong. I could be wrong, but what I got here is Shelly goes missing next. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Someone goes missing next. She quickly turns evil and attacks Scotty. He's able to fight back, though, but it seems like once the evil attacks you, Dean, you're going to become evil. There's just no way around it. Don't get attacked by the evil. Yeah, I'm not really sure the rules. I don't know either. Of the evil. Um, don't but get attacked by it. Yeah, it's like it kind of just chooses... I think who it wants. Well, I think it chooses who's nearest. Well, I know, but like, oh, okay. It just chooses who's nearest to like go like, in. I think it's just going after people. Oh, uh, you know what? What? Ashley kind of doesn't really engage. He doesn't kinda, go near the windows and he doesn't go outside. And he doesn't really engage in the fights. He's always no, standing he's in too, the- he's, he's too always, scared. Yeah, he's too scared. He's always standing in the corner. Yes. So that's why he's not getting turned. That makes sense. I think if you engage with the evil, the evil just comes after it you. It gets you. I think if yeah. it get if, yeah. if, if, I think a zombie, if it- Gets to you, it bites you, you're, you become the evil. Scotty here uses the ceremonial dagger on the demon. And the demon doesn't seem to like that very much. Yeah, the it, demon doesn't seem to like that very much. And this is a demon who chewed off her own hand. Sure. So she, there's not don't, much. Don't that, judge. Are you judging the no, demon's behavior? I'm just, I'm just saying. Don't judge a demon. I'm saying demon. there's not much that she doesn't like. Okay. But she doesn't like the dagger in the back. No. Um, yeah, she didn't like it at all. It's like it. Uh, the ceremonial dagger seems to just make you burp up milk if you're a demon. Yeah. It, it doesn't it, kill you. No. It just makes you burp it's milk. Yeah, it's milky. Yeah, you get a little burpy. Yeah, you get burpy and gassy. Yeah, that's all. I I wouldn't want to get hit by that thing. <laughs> I have some I don't need burps that. and some gas that need to come out. Uh, yeah, as you just alluded to, Dean, Ash is standing in the corner. He's too scared to do anything. Yeah. So uh, Scotty is forced to grab the axe from Ash. Yeah. Takes it out of his hands and starts chopping the demon up into pieces. Yeah. Which was a wild scene. A wild scene. Um, it's his girlfriend that he's yes, chopping into pieces. It's his pieces. girlfriend, Shelly. It's his girlfriend, Cheryl. Shelly. Cheryl. Shirley. It's his girlfriend, Shirley. Shirley. And it is a wild scene. He chops her into pieces and the pieces are still moving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Scotty wants to bury Shirley because she's dead. And he says, when someone's dead, you bury them. So that's what we got to do. We got to bury Shirley. Yeah. Ashley says we can't bury her. She's our friend. And that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, yeah. So Scotty says you got to do it. Yeah. So they do it. They do it. Um, now Scotty here has had enough seeing one demon and locking it in the basement was cool, but now seeing two demons, that's too much. Yeah. He's out now. He's, He's out, out now. He just takes off running into the woods. Yeah. He's going to run home. Yeah. He, he got spooked after that second one. Very much so. Yeah. One was okay, but that second one, he is out. Yeah. I'm with him. Two is too much. One yeah. is cool. One is like, okay. <laughs> one is, yeah. One's one fun. is like, okay, you know, that was... That's probably on Shelly or Cheryl. Whoever's in the basement, that's on her. Like, that's yeah. probably her problem. Yeah, that that's no reason to stop the cabin It's a party. personal problem she brought along with her. But once there's two, that's a problem with the cabin. Yeah, yeah. So now Ash is left with his girlfriend, Linda. And he goes to check in on her. But unfortunately, Dean, we quickly see that the evil has spread to her as well. Yeah, she got the pencil in the ankle. So, oh, is that what happened? Yeah, okay. so the, she was the one who got the pencil in the ankle. So Ooh, they, that's always uncomfortable, man. That just gives me Pet Cemetery vibes, and uh, I hate that. I hate that stupid movie. I will never watch that movie again. Double feature. Oh, no way. I'm not touching Pet Cemetery. Forget it. Um, Scotty is immediately back. Guess what? Immediately back. Oh, yeah. He's like uh, the, 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 the T-800 in, uh, in Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, be back. He's just like... Okay, I'll leave, and then he's right back. He just comes he's right, right back, back in. He's shredded, though. Oh, he's shredded. The trees, the the trees, the got, trees him got him as well. Him. Yeah, if, like the, if either... the trees are alive and can get you, and your main escape route is running through the trees, yes. you're not going to get very far. You're going you're to get got. Um, he either has many pieces of tree inside him, 
or many of his bones sticking out of his body because he's got a lot of things either going into him or sticking out of him. Yeah, it's probably a pleasant mixture of both. It might have. That's actually true. It might have been a pleasant because I think that I think the wrist one was his bone, but I think the chest one was a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's Ash now against all the demons. And things get really weird and trippy here as this whole situation starts to like mess with Ash's mind. And I actually really like that they decided to kind of play with this idea. Like if this whole event was actually to really start happening to you, how much could you mentally endure before you actually cracked and started to lose your mind? I I think once that card trick happened, I would have cracked. Yeah. So they kind of, they're playing with it here and I I appreciate it. I appreciated like the reasoning for why it got really weird here. For sure. It's like, it's like, it is him losing it. And, and like it's Sam, you know, Sam Raimi likes to, uh, we've seen now in the movies that he's done after this one, that he likes to have a little section of weirdness. Um, so always to have an excuse to have that section. We saw it in Darkman. We saw some just weird, you know, weird visuals we were seeing yeah. on the screen, you know, so it's, yeah. it's cool to, um, to have it in this, this first movie here and, um, yeah, to have it in a time that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, Ash is doing his best here, but he's being attacked by his demon girlfriend. He's being attacked by his best bud, Scotty. Scotty's dead now. There's a trap door demon attacking him. Yeah. This this is bad times. It's bad times. He just hides in the corner for like most of the movie, like up to this point. So I'm like, how are you going to get out of this? Um, I, I have no idea how he's going to like there's demon. The demon is trapped in the basement. So, you know, that's a plus. But. I'm just thinking, how's he even going to handle Linda, his girlfriend? Yeah. Well, one of them's tra- like one demon's trapped in the basement. One's trapped but in the basement. But they're all demons, right? At, at this point, Scott's just dead. He's dead? Who got hacked up? Someone got hacked up. They're dead. Yeah, the, the one they buried. Cheryl. Scott's, Scott's girlfriend. Yeah. Shelly. Shell. Cheryl? Shelly. Shell. Sure. Cher. If, we, if we say Shell, it could be either of them. Sure. Let's Shelley, go with Shell. Cheryl, Shelly. Um, guess what Ash goes to do? What, Tim? He goes to bury his girlfriend, Dean. Yeah. Because if someone dies, Dean, you bury them. Yeah. First, he, he chained her up to some sort of murder desk that was there. And there was a chainsaw there. And he was going to cut her up because that's what he's supposed to do. Couldn't but bring himself. You can't do that. She's you, too lovely. You can't. She's too lovely. She's you too can't lovely. cut up your girlfriend. Or she's you, adorable. He's not a Scott. He's Linda's not just going to cut his girlfriend to pieces. Yeah, no, no, don't do that. So he went to bury her. Um, yep, yep. He doesn't want to cut her. He wants to bury her. Um, guess what, though? That doesn't work. Surprise, surprise. Burying them like they already tried. Doesn't work. It doesn't work the second time either. No, the only way is to dismember them, cut their heads off. Yeah, she pops right out of that grave and shreds his leg open. Disgusting. Guess who's got the evil now? Ashley? Yep. Uh, This is a real wild scene too, as he uh, eventually cuts the head off of this thing. So good. Yeah, (laughs) it was really good. With a shovel. With a shovel, yeah. So good. He makes his way back to the cabin to find the trap door lock has been broken. That's great. Great. Yeah, that is... Great. You, go, um, you go through all this stuff outside, then you come inside and the trap door's open now? Yeah, you cut off the, the head of your girlfriend. Her neck is bleeding all over your face. You, you eventually clean yourself off, walk in. Not a good sight. More problems. Yeah, more problems. <laughs> now, he, this is very actually very brave of him. He decides to go into the basement. I mean, <laughs> extremely brave. He needs more shotgun shells. Yeah. But extremely brave, yeah. Um, he's trying to be quiet as he sneaks down. Yeah. And of course, trips over a can on the way down. Yeah. Who put fucking cans on the stairs on the way down into the basement? It's very dark. It's hard to see. He's got a shredded leg. (laughs) Yeah. Then some pipes explode, covering him in blood. Yeah. There's blood everywhere in the basement at this point. The the cabin is bleeding, basically. Yeah, really. He uh, he runs into a small room where there's a movie projector and it starts playing. <laughs> yeah. This is fascinating to me. I yeah. love I love the visuals here. Totally. Um, this took me back to uh, an Evil Dead game I played on the Dreamcast. Oh, it's cool. called Hail to the King. This is like a scene that you could play in the game. Awesome. You're like in the cabin and you go down into the basement and there's blood everywhere and the oh, walls man. are dripping and this old 
projectors playing a movie and you can hear like the sound of the yeah. projector going. Creepy. Oh, it's really creepy, but it, awesome. yeah, I, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, there's a new uh, Evil Dead game coming out that looks pretty good too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe you have to check that out. So he comes uh, back up from the basement and nothing even happened down there. They were just building tension, which I really liked. Yeah, slow build of tension. He just with, like wanders around the basement. With visuals. Like there's lots of blood, lots of creepy things to look at. But yeah, nothing actually happened to him in the basement. He didn't have to fight anything off. Nothing attacked him. Just build our, building our suspense. Yeah, you were scared the whole time. I was a little bit braver. I wasn't scared the whole time. I was scared the whole time. You were scared the whole time. Now, Ash is walking around the cabin with the shotgun, trying trying to figure out what to do, really. Yeah. Like, where, where do I go from here? Uh, there's, there is nowhere to go. He's losing his mind. Yeah. Uh, great acting here by Bruce Campbell with mm-hmm. his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. They're priceless. Yeah. Amazing. Now, Ash, he kind of keeps going back uh, in the movie throughout to this necklace that he gave his girlfriend. So we've seen it a few times. He kind of like rubs this necklace. Right, yeah. And I yeah. never really liked it until this point in the movie where it starts to work for me because... I, I believe this is his way of remembering that everything is actually real. Like he really did have mm. a girlfriend. He yeah. really did give her a necklace. This is the one thing that he can cling to, to keep him kind of grounded in reality. So this is where that piece starts to work for me. Yeah. Good point. Also, I think like sort of tying into that, that he's sort of losing his mind. I think he's about to give up too and just sort of stop. So I think this also keeps him going. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the movie just gets more and more bloody disgusting. Oh, my As, as we go, uh, Ash is getting attacked by two of the demons now, and he's able to get a hold of the Book of the Dead, and he throws it into the fire, which actually seems to work. Uh, the demons basically evaporate into nothingness. Yeah. I mean... That, that's pretty good. That was quite the way to explain what happened to him, just evaporate into nothingness. It was... Five straight minutes of the most disgusting. <laughs> they melt? The most disgusting body melting. Oh, yeah. It's great stuff. Pus and goo and and hands ripping through chests. and No, the hands haven't come yet. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No, because it, it looks like they're dead. It looks it, like okay, everything's gone. Okay, it looks gone. like they're dead, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just quiet. It's finally quiet. Yeah, right. Yeah. I actually thought we were good here. I thought we were done. That's right. Until these giant hands burst out of like the dead, whatever the melted bodies are. Yeah. And then they also evaporate as well. That was weird just to yeah. kill them off and then have these weird hands come out and really do nothing but just really be scary and gross. Yeah. For me, it was like a good a good sort of reminder that it was like there was something inside them. Yeah. Like we saw their actual outside bodies melt, but there was something controlling them, puppeting them inside. This demon was taking control of his friends. Right. Well, Dean, it's not over yet because Ash hears a voice saying, join us, join us. Yeah. And the sun has just come up. Ash is covered in blood. He has his girlfriend's necklace. He walks out the front door. And boy, does he have a story to tell. Who's going to believe this one? I don't think he even makes it past the front door. Well, the birds are chirping. Uh, and this was cool, dude. The music playing at this point is the music from Jaws 2. Really? Yep. Why? I don't know, but I recognized it. Oh, weird. Somebody stole something from someone. Weird, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I know that movie. Yeah. And they were using kind of the main theme. Interesting. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. Ash starts to walk away, but the evil is still there. Yeah. It smashes its way through the cabin right into a screaming Ash's mouth and we're played out by the perfect song and the end. Wow. We made it. We made it to the end. So the, uh, the evil gets him in the end. I assumed that when the sun came up, he'd be safe. That's just kind of like the way huh. that the movie progresses for me. Right. Nothing really bad is happening when the sun's out and then the sun goes down and the evil comes out. And then I just thought when the sun would come up, he'd be fine. But yeah, the evil gets him. The yeah, evil gets him. Gets. There's there's a lot of um, 
There's a lot of things in the movie. Like, obviously, this was a low-budget movie that they were just trying to film whenever they could. Like, I heard that they would just, you know, go back to school and raise a bunch of money and go back to the cabin and film some more scenes. So there's there's lots of things. Like, uh, Scott has very different haircuts throughout this movie. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> he shows up with a lot shorter hair. Nice. And then hey, they, attaboy, Scotty. Yeah, he cuts someone up with an axe with short hair. Then they cut Then they cut to him holding the axe over the dead body and his long hair again. Oh, really? I didn't oh, notice yeah. any of that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. too scared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his his hair is uh, is fluctuating. Um, and then at the end, like, when the sun's coming up, it looks like a sunset. Like, it's... Mm. And the clock on the wall says 3 o'clock, which I can just take that maybe that clock is wrong because I don't really know if the sun's rising at three in the morning or setting at three in the afternoon that clock threw me off a lot i would guess but, the clock's not working yeah okay. in, the, in this type of cabin the, the clock's probably the clock's not, working yeah, clock, clock. huh <laughs> what clock what probably not working um but yeah so there's all these like struggles where you have to film but i think they like put it all together you know made this made this cool movie um and at the end i just really thought Ash was getting away. Like just knowing mm-hmm. that there's all these other movies. Yeah. He comes out of the cabin. I thought it was done for sure. Like, I don't right. know. I don't really know what kills the evil. I don't know um, why it's there. I don't know who it chooses, but I have this feeling at the end that he's going to make it out and he's right. going to get in his car and drive away and it catches him. I think it's a yeah. really cool ending. I it think is. it's a really shocking ending for me watching it. Um, just thinking he's for sure going to get away. So I'm interested to see the other movies because I, I, maybe they don't go with that. Maybe they don't run with that. But uh, it seems like he just got eviled. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, great way to end it. And yeah, great cliffhanger for you. We'll uh, we'll get to the next two. They're awesome. Great. I love them. Yeah. Um, yeah, who knows when. We do have, uh, you know, the month of October coming up. Maybe we can squeeze something in there. I think we can get one in there. Maybe I think sooner. Can, maybe yeah. sooner. Who knows? I think we at least thing get is, Evil Dead 2 yeah, in there. The thing is, we just talk about what we want to talk about when we feel like talking about it. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe even next week we might want to do it. Doesn't We just, we don't know. Wow. Until, until the week comes and the feelings just hit us. We don't know. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's a I'm fun way to go. I'm hearing lots of noises though. Are you hearing lots of noises? Yeah, there's definitely there's banging there's and definitely ghosts in this yeah, cabin. Some, um, this cabin might be haunted. It's not the evil, I don't think. Like the evil, that's more demonic. I think this is just you know your your good old fashioned ghosts. Yeah, right. I like that. Not too bad. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah, this. It, speaking of the evil, this is a movie that like really would have messed me up. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to watch it as a kid. I couldn't. The demonic possession movies really got me, especially yeah. like up until like, like I said, four, three or four years ago. Yeah. So the first time I watched this, I was still very afraid of this type of movie. So I don't think I really got everything out of it. I was more just hoping I survived it. Like I was just hoping by the end I would be okay. And I was, and I enjoyed it. So watching it this time, I got so much more out of it. Like I just really enjoyed it this time and really, really could take the craft out of it. Where before I'm not really noticing the craft. I'm just trying not to poop my pants. Yeah, exactly. So taking the craft out of this, this is a move. This is such a cool movie for this guy because I love this director. I love the stuff he does. And this just really lays out. This is what he just can think of with no money. This is what he can do. The shots he thinks of. Cool stuff that I love in horror movies that is just right in here, right in this movie. Yep. Dude nails it. Dude absolutely nails it. It's a scary movie on a low... I mean, it's a very scary movie. Super low budget. Very disgusting movie. Yeah. Awesome job. Excellent movie. All things considered, it's a work of art. Oh, yeah. Definitely a work of art. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, Dean, that's awesome. Um, We've got something fun coming up. Fun? Yeah, we're going to do another episode at the lake. We're Good. Gonna, we're going to drop a double feature episode on Friday. I'm excited, Tim, because um, I'm in the dark on this one. I mean, the sun is set now, so we are literally in the dark. Yeah, it is pretty we're, dark in We here. didn't put any lights on, <laughs> no. and we are literally in the dark right now. But I am in the dark here. on the next episode. I do not know what we're doing. Yeah, I like to keep these. Uh, some of these, I like to keep you in the dark. You have a bit of an idea of what we're doing, not a total idea. So listeners, tune in Friday. where we'll have part two of podcast at the lake. And if you want to support us, don't forget that you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash talking back. And Dean, thank you for joining. Thank you, Tim. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time.
la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.